everybody. Welcome to the Frantcast. This is a show where we talk about our favorite show from the 90s, The Nanny. And we are into season five. We are talking episodes seven, eight, and nine. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner. And Larry's here. Hello. And Colleen is here. Hi, everybody. And welcome back. Uh, we missed you last week, Larry. I know. I'm I back. Know. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yes and uh you had a chance to watch last week's episodes you what do you think of them overall um uh, they weren't my favorite <laughs> the <best. laughs> kind of us it wasn't the best but of course always some redeeming factors i feel yeah. to most every episode at least that's how i feel too yeah you, there's there's no such thing as a terrible episode of the nanny except for maybe the chatterbox right <laughs> <laughs> but yes well let's dive in let's talk about mommy and may this is uh episode seven and uh in this episode you have uh fran and val they have been supporting a uh a young lady by the unicef uh 17 cents a day program uh since uh, she was little and she's coming to visit and so they end up kind of fighting over their uh, who's the best mother of uh mei ling and uh yeah i know this one to me is sort of the the cringiest one of this set of three <laughs> i feel like uh for the most part shows in the 90s when they would have their like kind of i don't know if you'd say ethnic uh episodes or where they'd be showing other cultures it usually ends up in by our own kind of new standards it ends up feeling very cringy <laughs> and uh so i don't know i don't think this one works that well but it has a 7.6 on imdb uh larry what do you think overall of this one so the main storyline was definitely the worst part of the episode. Yeah. But like saving grace is that I think Sylvia is hilarious in this episode. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. every time she's on screen, I thought it was great. So <laughs> I agree with you. The whole May thing is not great. I don't know. It was yeah. obviously like very caricature-ish. But yeah, everything to do with Sylvia, though, was wonderful. Yeah, what do you think, Colleen? I totally agree with you, Larry, and and you, Rachel, that it was cringy with the whole um, ethnicity trying. Yeah, trying to figure that out. That was not great. But Sylvia was so funny. Yeah, this was one of her best ones. She had like everything she did was funny, like every single thing. So, <laughs> yeah, especially the the yeah the conversation between Sylvia and Fran when Fran is upset about the breakup with Val. That is a really funny scene. Yes. For sure. That's like possibly one of my favorite Sylvia lines of the entire series. Because I don't know why. It's just one of those random moments that always stuck with me. But when they're at the table at the beginning. Yeah. And they're talking and like, oh, she lives in a whatever third world country where you have to fight for everything. And her and Fran go for the same like piece of bread or whatever it was that they both grab. And Sylvia says, let it go or I'll kill you. <laughs> I just love it. And it always has stuck out as like one of my favorite Sylvia moments. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. We'll talk about some more of that scene. But yeah, it 
it starts out uh, that uh, with so we get to learn more about Yetta and her upcoming marriage and. Uh, she says, uh, you better be careful. I've got a long memory. Waitress, can I get a cup of tea? <laughs> From Fran. <laughs> so that's funny. And we also get a pretty big joke uh, that you have Cece talking about Elaine on Seinfeld and how they hid her pregnancies. Because I think, if I'm not mistaking, the Julia... Julia Louise Dreyfus was pregnant twice during Seinfeld. Oh, Seinfeld's I run. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm pretty sure. And so she's all joking about how they're hiding her. Um, like she's, she has this like giant purse and, uh, and then hiding. Uh, uh, she takes the plant. <laughs> she's like ridiculous props. And, and then she has baby, the musical poster obviously it's all joke because she's pregnant and lauren lane is pregnant what what do you think do you think that was funny queen yes i thought it was hilarious because i don't think i can't think of a show where they poked fun of the person mm-hmm. the pregnant the pregnant, yeah the pregnant actress during the show i thought it was hilarious i i just cracked her but that bag was giant like it, it was, was so, so big <laughs> it was not a purse i mean i carried large purse but yeah. my purse is like a third of the size of the yeah. bank. <laughs> it was I just love that she's like switched shoulders too. When she like turned to like go to the plant, she switches the shoulder, the purse is on. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, covering herself with the with the plant. And then uh yeah, then the poster was kind of sealed the sealed the joke. And uh yeah, I I agree. I don't remember any other show kind of eh, breaking the fourth wall a little bit almost yeah. and she was a good sport about it like you mm-hmm. know i'm sure when you're I've, I've never been pregnant but i assume it's you know you go through your ups and downs and when you're on yeah. a television series and you can't hide your weight gate i mean that's natural it happens yeah. but yeah. she just did a good job with just playing with it i thought it was hilarious yeah. Yeah, she did. Just it was funny, and so then yeah, you, you, we find out about Mei Ling, their adopted orphan, seventeen cents a day, and and, and yet a bell peppers are four ninety nine pounds. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the, this is when you get the. Uh, she's from a country where you have to fight for every last morsel of food, and then her and Sylvia. Fran and Sylvia fight over the muffin. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that was pretty funny. And uh, yeah. and then you have, I, I do feel like uh, there's this weird animosity between Niles and Mr. Sheffield in this season, which I don't, I didn't remember until I rewatched it, but Mr. Sheffield's kind of a jerk. Like, why can't he just say thank you? Like, what's wrong with that? uh for the sandwich like just because he's your employee doesn't mean you shouldn't say thank you i i I don't really understand what his problem is i don't get it (laughs) yeah it's weird yeah and so fran comes in and she starts singing the brady bunch theme song and he says if i (laughs) and francis remember when you said that you wouldn't want any of my relatives ever staying again (laughs) <laughs> and, says, and he says if i let her come will you stop singing <laughs> and 
and so then she comes and she says uh, she worked since she was 10 uh, and she says don't fight mommies you put a knife through my heart and and all we, of this is so weird to me. Yeah. Like the fighting with Val and Fran is also yeah. really like weird. Like whose whose baby is she? Is? I don't know. It's like okay, yeah, it was we, out there. It, well, it was weird too because there was that whole argument between them about Val thinking that Fran dresses like a tramp. Yeah. Like that was just kind of weird. Oh, kind of mean. And that was not a new dress. She has worn that already on the show. Because she's like, oh, what are you wearing to the party? And she says, oh, yeah. oh I, got, I got a new dress with like these lemons on it or these fruits. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, wait a minute, that's not new. She's worn it on the show. She <laughs> definitely like, worn it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That was the most Chino fruit dress. I mean, we, we can't forget that. Yeah. That, the they forgot that they said that was new yeah. but uh but yeah so Mei Ling is wearing france clothes and that's when val says oh you she looks like a hooker and uh and it's no big secret you dress like a tramp and i'm like she doesn't dress that differently than you <laughs> yeah and all of a sudden right? they make a big deal of it i mean that you know yeah. the, how her how she dresses it's been how many years have they known each other it was just odd yeah and then so val and fran go to dr miller and uh, and Francis, I'm his nanny, and he says, "Congrats, Fran, you made a breakthrough." Yes. <laughs> so they break up, and yeah, though I think the whole scene between Fran and Sylvia after post breakup is very funny, um, and nothing is as bad as as ever as bad as it seems, and. And she's like, I missed jalapeno nachos for that moron. Because she thinks it's at first, she thinks it's Maxwell. And the <laughs> funniest thing to me was putting the chocolate shirt syrup. Yeah. yeah. Oh, That's that very... was the funniest part. <laughs> Give yeah, me my was... medicine. <laughs> yeah, that was the next like iconic line of I'm having yeah. palpitations. Quick, get me my medicine. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> and I love the ridiculous way she said jalapeno or however she was like saying it. it was just so ridiculous i'm missing yeah. jalapeno nachos for this for that moron yeah well and then there's the whole sunyi joke which oh, is awkward oh my gosh see yeah that's when yeah. it was just like too much like that and then of course the green card which we'll get to but all of that was just like oof but i did love her face too like when fran says it's <laughs> It's Val and Sylvia's face drop is so good. Listen, jalapeno nachos for that one. I even like when she's like standing in the doorway as Fran's like crying, like really not wanting to sit down and listen to her. Fine, what do you want? What is it? Oh, yeah, awesome. it's good. And uh, so then they end up finding Mei Ling uh, kissing Brighton. And they're supposedly engaged so she can get a green card. And Brighton's excuse is I'm 16. She's a breathing female. And <laughs> I'm not a big fan of how they like make Brighton so horny. I mean, come on. Yeah. 
I'm not the biggest fan of that. Thing. And I was like, oh, girl, uh, you didn't do much research, huh? Like going after this 16-year-old. Mm-hmm. Not really useful in getting your green card. Right. Getting right. married. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so then there's a fight between Mr. Sheffield and Fran. And uh, she says, if I'm so irresistible, why aren't you all over me? And then we get a big kiss. That's pretty fun. I like that. Yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Fran and Val make up. And says, let's promise to never again let our kids come between us. And uh, and then Mei Ling leaves. And it turns out that she is going to stay at Barbara Streisand's house. <laughs> with barbara streisand's son so there we go the uh the fashion on this week's episode it starts with this i i didn't know how to describe it this like woven cocktail dress little crocheted dress yeah 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 um with bright blue turtleneck underneath and black nylons and I love I love the blue because I think Fran looks so good in bright colors. Um, but I don't know. I thought the dress was strange. I hated it because it had those little, <laughs> it had those little bright blue. What do you call them? Those little circles. Those little bright blue. Yeah, plastic. like on the crochet. Oh God, it was bad. I didn't yeah. like that. I didn't mind the blue either, but the breast, forget it. Yeah, yeah I thought it looked kind of like a um, pot holder. It was. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is. That's Not awesome. Good. I hadn't thought of that, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> like those, I don't know if you guys remember when I was little, they used to have those little machines where you could buy those little, um, you could, oh, I can't remember what it's called, but you would like put these little strings of fabric on it and you would uh-huh. make pot holders at home. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Reminds me, like, kind of yep. like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> For sure. I used to have one of those. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was it was strange. Uh, it was I don't know. Uh, I didn't know how to describe it, but was there a designer for this? No, I couldn't find any. They don't so want to be they've... known. Yeah, they didn't all yeah. memory of it. I don't know. Her grandmother is that the designer. <laughs> um, and then they had she had a black shirt and like boot cut pants, kind of seventies looking. With gold flowers on the top and on the bottom. And this is John Galliano is the name. The designer. Yeah, she wore a lot of these like weird patterned suits. Like actual pants suits. Yeah, this, that's this a episode. trend this season. Yeah. I feel like a lot more suits. And uh, this is from What Fran Wore. And from the and some of them are from the Fran Find database. It depends on. Uh, but um. Yes, and then she had an orange pantsuit with flowers all over it, different colors, and this, and an orange headband. And you also see May Lee wearing her fruit dress, like <laughs> like we said. And that's both of them are most Gino. And <laughs> um, sometimes I feel like this season she gets a little too matchy matchy. You know, like you don't have to have the same color of like your headband and your, you know, your top and your bottom. Pants, and your, yeah. yeah, like Boy. everything doesn't have to match. Um, sometimes it looks good actually to have like a pop of a different color yeah. when you're 
Um, yeah, and that's a lot of matchy matchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then she has a red shirt and a black pantsuit with red flames all over it, and uh, uh, and then a red headband. And that's when she, she rips the jacket when she's uh, denying all uh, responsibility of mailing, and uh, and then. Val rips the other part of the jacket. Mm-hmm. And I agreed with Val. Why why rip two? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you see her with the uh red puffy coat, which she wears a couple of times, and this is uh said Dina from Neiman Marcus is what Nemus Nemus Marcus, yeah. So there we go. That's the fashion of this this episode. So overall, what would you give this episode cooling? One to ten. Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a. For Sylvia brings it up a notch. I'm yeah. gonna go with like a six. I would say. What do you think, uh, Larry? I know I was like struggling. Um, I think I'm probably gonna go high on this one compared because I'm gonna go with six point five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think six point five is good. I think that the pregnancy joke and the uh, and the Sylvia stuff is funny enough to elevate it a little bit, but it is pretty cringy. <laughs> yeah, like I yeah. just I couldn't deny how much the, the everything except the main storyline, all of it had me laughing. So I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So next episode is Fairweather Fran, and this has a seven point one on. Uh, IMDb. And in this episode, Fran has decided she is going to become a TV weather girl. And that's her new uh, dream in life. And Mr. Sheffield is not supportive. And so she feels upset. The main sort of conflict is Fran trying to become a weather girl. And I feel like some for some reason this is this is a frequent plot device on a lot of different shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you're just trying to become a yeah i don't know i just i feel like i feel like uh, that's a i i think on big bang theory there was where penny wanted to be a tv weather girl and uh, there was definitely on how i met your mother there was an episode where robin was gonna be like i don't know what it is about tv weather girls i guess that's a seeming as an, an easy way to get into to tv i don't know um but uh but yeah that's this episode what do you think uh overall larry of this episode didn't really think much of it i didn't i don't know it was just kind of blech yeah like there wasn't really anything that i found to stand out and i thought the plot was just so weird and random mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah what do you think colleen I agree. It's kind of there. It's not that exciting. I mean, obviously, there's some funny stuff with Yetta, I think, and but not really much else. But the stuff with Yetta, I thought, was really strange because, I mean, we'll talk about it, but the whole thing with Sylvia being awkward about about Sammy, I thought was very strange. Uh, I thought so, she, so at first, because I didn't remember, I thought she recognized him. And then to have it play off as a race thing, I was like, oh, oh okay like it's this, so this weird that's weird. weird i didn't like yeah. that part of it yeah so yeah it starts out they say that one in 1200 456 
their chance of getting married over 30. <laughs> like, oh, shoot. I'm 40. This is not good. <laughs> not good. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, Yetta says, I'm so excited. I feel like flying on gossamer wings. And then she's scooting to the door to get Sammy. Yeah. And uh, we see our first look at Sammy. And he is, of course, played by Ray Charles. So that was pretty fun. A pretty good get, I think, for them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just, it's so strange to me because that's all that Sylvia says is your, uh, you didn't tell us that you're, that Sammy was black and like, what? And I, I, I don't know. I just thought it was handled very awkwardly. And, and then of course, Yada says you're black. No wonder <laughs> sort of the joke. Yeah. And, and then Sylvia says, later on uh, that it's not that she has no problem with him being black but why was that the only thing that she said if that's the case yeah it was weird again i i wish it would have just been like sylvia recognized him and was excited but instead it was that Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't know it was weird yeah yeah and then she makes that joke about jews not being allowed into the country club (laughs) yeah just you ma yeah just you ma (laughs) Uh, so then dr miller tells fran she needs to change her focus pursue her dreams and then we find out the friend wants to be a weather lady and and so uh she says i'm going to become a more interesting mature woman maybe then he'll propose And I did like sort of the little dynamic of Cece being sad she's not invited to Yetta's Yetta's engagement party. Yeah. Kind of made me laugh. Yetta. <laughs> and uh then and you also have Sammy saying that to Fran, I love your voice. I knew where the house was before I got out of the car. <laughs> and uh, and she also says, I haven't tried the Veneta log from the Briars people. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I remember those ads for the Veneta. I don't even know if they still make that, but do you I remember that? I've never heard of it. So No. It's like a, it's like an ice cream dessert that you like would slice and they'd have these ads about, Ooh, it's so fancy. I don't remember the ads. I remember the dessert, but I don't remember the ads. It was like a gray Poupon kind of like fancy, fancy. Oh, Oh. (laughs) and (laughs) I've never even heard of the dessert. So, Oh yeah. And you'd like slice it. Um, anyway, and the, uh, yeah, and I just have written down, it's so weird how they set it up, because they made it seem like she was racist. Yeah. Yeah, and then they, they don't like, really resolve it, either. No. Like, she gets excited when she learns he has a connection to a celebrity, but, you know, I don't yeah. know, that's not, like, a good resolve for the no. character. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. And, uh, and so, then, yeah, her and Fran and mr sheffield have a fight and she's you're the killer of weather girl dreams <laughs> and so sammy's nephew is bryant gumble and they uh so so fran goes to audition for the weather girl role 
And it turns out that it's not actually for the Weather Girls. So she auditions for editorial. And they ask her about gene therapy, <laughs> which was kind of funny, I thought. <laughs> and then that mean lady tries to take her donuts. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, then you have uh, Maxwell scheming with Gracie to keep Fran as the nanny uh, and that she's going to, they're going to have uh, Gracie get all upset and they have their little thing, but it doesn't go very well, but it's cute. And, uh, and you have it ending up with <clears throat> Yetta and Sammy singing uh, my Shitska mama. And, that was kind of fun. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, then the fashion on this uh, episode starts out with Fran with an orange dress with a, uh, I said, 70s inspired crochet, like sweater, Cardigan light sweater type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the ugliest wig I've ever seen. Oh I my gosh. It was hated this Brady. wig. I felt like it was a Carol Brady wig or something. I put it, it in caps, like on my sheet. Ugly, cheap brunette wig. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Like that was this. Oh, it was so bad. It, it looked so... like a mullet. It was yeah, terrible. It, was, it looked. Yeah, it was bad. It looked like a bad country music video. Like it looked like she picked it up at the like dollar store. I I mean it was so cheap and plastic yeah. looking too. Like on top of the style, the quality was just so bad. Yeah, I <laughs> like agree. Shiny. I was like, oh, I hated it. Pretty much, I have to say, there's been very few wigs in this show that I think have actually worked. This is maybe this is up there on the worst, but. I the wigs just don't do it for me on the show. I don't know. Almost every time, like in those last episodes that I missed, that little short black bob that she wore in one of those episodes, I thought was ugly too. Oh yeah, you're right. Like I don't know. Her her natural hair is just one so iconic, but she has such nice hair. Uh, Yeah, pretty like you know full hair, and then she puts on these really cheap looking wigs. And I know sometimes you just want something different, but woof. Yeah, I don't uh, understand it. I don't get it. It looked so trashy. I felt so like bad. I felt like she could have been in Logan Lucky or something like that. <laughs> like it looked so bad. <laughs> and the dress was weird and that weird cardigan. Uh, I don't know. The whole yeah. outfit was very strange. And then you yeah. just pop that wig on the top and it was like, whoa. Yeah, and I guess this is from Cachet is the name of the designer. Uh, but yeah, I know that seventies was kind of back in this time. Like you saw the bell bottoms or the, um, mm-hmm. the, in the last episode, the, uh, but here you have, I don't know. It just looks, it just looks ugly. Um, and then you see and that kind of a 1960s inspired look and next with this vinyl lime green skirt and jacket with a white turtleneck and a white headband and white belt and this is by a designer named andre courges i like this i love the boots yeah it looked pretty cute Mm -hmm. um and then she has a swirly print dress that kind of 70s looking with a turtleneck top like this dress came up to the turtleneck and a yellow raincoat which i like the raincoat i thought that was cute Mm -hmm. but i agree 
I mean, it was okay. It was an okay look. Um, and then the last is the love suit skirt uh, with literally the word love all over it, black and white, with a white headband. And it's Moschino. <laughs> of course. I feel like she's worn that before. Yeah. It looked like familiar. there was like a variant on it. There was another love black and white outfit, but I think it was like mm-hmm. a, a dress the first time. Oh, it was a dress. Okay. Or like a skirt. That makes sense. A skirt outfit, you know, but yeah, uh, that was fine. I mean, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. That's fine. And yeah, and then she had the yellow, her raincoat again. Um, all right. Well, uh, so what would you give this episode, uh, Larry? I'm going to go with a 5.5. Mm-hmm. What about you, Colleen? Um, I guess that's fair. 5.5. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give this one a six, I guess. Uh, but let's move on to episode uh nine educating fran this is my favorite of the three uh personally so she starts dating uh maggie's philosophy professor uh named steve (laughs) and uh this causes maxwell to be very very jealous which i love maxwell jealous i think it's so funny and uh and so they are kind of fighting back and forth and trying to one up each other. And Steve is also super into astrology and he sees that he's uh, supposed to be with somebody who's over, over, uh, uh, what is it? What did they say? Over, uh, it's supposed to be with a mature woman or whatever. And Franz lied about her age. Yeah. And so he dumps her and I, I don't know. I like, I like this episode. I think it's, it's fun. Uh, Who, what you, who's that actor harry harry hamlin. Harry, yeah, hamlin. harry there you go <laughs> harry hamlin yeah and he does look very handsome mm-hmm. uh in this episode and he ends up dating cc which is funny and i don't know i like this episode i think it's it's fun uh what do you think Colleen? it's pretty good it's um it's yeah i agree it's the best of the three um i don't know some of it was a little like he he was a little much for me with the whole philosophical and astrology and all that junk. Didn't I you never die understood la- any of that anyways. Uh-huh. <laughs> Didn't you die laughing though with the dog named Max yes. with the white streak and everything? That that's oh, like, really it was really cute. White. I love I'm that so white spot above his eye. Yeah, it was so, so funny. funny. <laughs> it was cute. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> So yes, it's uh, she's. They start out with Fran reading Yetta's uh, astrology, and she says, "Tomorrow you are you will awake." And she says, "Woohoo!" <laughs> yeah, that was good. And Maggie has a crush on her philosophy professor, and so Mister Sheffield tells Fran to go over there and to make everything right and to check in on this, which. I mean, she's an adult. Like, what on earth? It's bizarre. But nevertheless, that's what he has her do. I mean, if she was living in a dorm away from school, you would never, like, you know what I mean? Just because she's a commuter? That's so crazy to me. Yeah. But it did feel very, like, college. Um, 
when Maggie was coming in and, you know, just questioning everything type of thing. Like, oh yes. my gosh. Yeah, my, that eyes, good. My, my eyes have been opened to <laughs> realize that my eyes may not even be open. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. Yeah, I thought I love that, that was a really funny moment. I was like, yeah, this is, this is definitely like college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I remember the, uh, I never had a crush on any of my professors, but I definitely had that, like, oh, I'm so enlightened. Uh, <laughs> new person. I have to share this with everybody I know. Uh, but I do think it is so funny in this episode, the whole Cece and Niles watching the telenovelas. I think yes, that is that was really good. funny. <laughs> and pretty much all those scenes made me laugh. <laughs> and sucked in. Yeah. I really liked. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then when uh, Mr. Sheffield yells at them, <laughs> did you? Oh my! Did you, Larry, ever watch uh, telenovelas? No, I have not. Never. I, I know they're popular. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I've never actually seen any. My uh, well, I uh, when my. When I was roommates with my friend Emily, who is full Mexican, her her um, parents are both Mexican American, and so she grew up on them. So she would watch them occasionally. So I saw a little bit during that time, but never really watched any of them. But yeah. I kind of like the sort of theatricality of them, in theory, at least. <laughs> Get your Spanish um, lesson, like CC and Niles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and. So, yeah, then Maggie gets upset with Fran going out with Steve. And and I, I do think it's strange how they kind of pit Fran and Maggie as rivals so frequently on the show. <laughs> it's very weird. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, but I, it is a funny moment when she's like, I'm going to grow old and die waiting for your father, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that made me laugh. And so she goes on the date the dog and the dog just really made me laugh you know the dog is named max with a white streak and and i also thought it was funny when he's like red or white wine it's just like blueberry <laughs> and he has it i don't know why that made me laugh <laughs> this astrology told him so oh my gosh <laughs> and uh and then she says to the dog, she says, Max, would you marry me? And then the dog gets off the couch. <laughs> Works every time. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> that was funny, I thought. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you have Maxwell. He's like stress eating. He's super jealous, which I love. Maxwell jealous. That is the best. It's driving me crazy. Her being out with some other man. And... Uh, and he wakes up Niles in the middle of the night, which is a oh, funny yeah. gag. <laughs> He's that was like, cute. where's the microwave popcorn? It's literally on the counter right yeah. there. <laughs> he doesn't know how to do it. Oh, my yeah. God. It was like, yeah. I like Niles being like, no, I was just getting ready for my, like, morning roots. Yeah. Paper yeah. roots. Paper roots. <laughs> yeah. And he says, I can tell, share this with you because I'm not in love with you. <laughs> And it's like, well, nobody looks this good at two in the morning. It's <laughs> <laughs> really good. And she also says, I call him Steve. He calls me Fran. We know each other two days. 
but then Steve breaks up with her because of his psychic tells him that he should be in a relationship with an older woman. And we find out Fran's age. I mean, I think we knew, but mm-hmm. she spells it out finally that she, she had told him that she was born in 1970 uh, give or take a year or six <laughs> and we find out that she's 34 and uh and so then fran wakes up niles <laughs> poor niles <laughs> and then i like says, i was just going out to the barn to milk essie <laughs> <laughs> or like that he just like walks up behind him and scares him too I'm just like yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you I ever don't, have somebody do that to you, like call no, I... you or come to your room and are you awake? <laughs> like, have you ever had somebody do that to yeah. you? I don't. I can't think of any time, but but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm a very oh. soft sleeper, so I would be. Awake. I think I have. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Like, oh. Well, what do you want now? Now I'm awake. Uh... <laughs> It's happened like when you share a, like you go on a vacation and you share a room with a friend. I've done that in like, you you know, I'm usually the one awake. I think I'm more guilty of it asking us someone else rather than them asking me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You also get uh, the line that I think is funny with Maggie saying, I'm going to go around in little tight outfits or whatever. And it's just, Francis, you kids have no respect for the classics. <laughs> I also thought it was funny when they brought up the Psychic Friends Network. I totally forgot that existed. <laughs> Dion Warwick. I was yeah. like, oh, no, I forgot about that horrible embarrassment in her career, her past life. I forgive yeah. her now, but that was you crazy. Think that the psychics would have foretold <laughs> this, the Psychic Network's demise. Colleen. No, never have. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I have to say, I think the fashion in this episode was really terrible. Uh, it was one of my <laughs> least favorites. Um, and it starts out with a cheetah kind of top and skirt with a black shirt underneath and uh, cheetah boots. And this is Todd Oldham. And I mean, I guess it was the best of this grouping, but I really it was, just, it was just a lot of print. Yeah, and I didn't really like the black underneath. I don't know, it just looked weird to me. But uh, and then she has a red coat with a cheetah kind of collar. And again, this is or is it cheetah or leopard? I don't know. I wrote both I down. Because <laughs> there's actually le- white leopards. Oh, isn't cheetah the smaller one though, and leopard is bigger. Yeah, wait. Yeah. I think I think so. I so these one. first ones were cheetah. Yeah, sorry, I skipped one. Yeah, cheetah. And so yeah, cheetah collar. And I, again, it's and then she has a cheetah bag, and it's just like it's too matchy matchy. Yeah. She doesn't need to have the bag match the coat, match the outfit. Especially um, with print, like if you're going to yeah. do this type of print, you, you know, you have yeah. to block it out with just like a block of regular color somewhere, please. Right. Yeah. I agree. And then she has a black flower print uh, coat with a feather collar and cuff that she wears. And it was okay, I guess. I don't really like the feather. The The collar was a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> going on there. Yeah. And then the outfit she wears on the date. I hated it so much. It 
I don't know. It's it was a black and white off the color vertical stripe dress. Uh, it was very tight on her, very unflattering yes. in my opinion. Yeah. And it was uh, a bunch of these were Azadine Alia is the name. Um, I don't know. I just I did think it was kind of trampy this dress, and I just didn't think it was flattering. It didn't look good on her. It, yeah. yeah. I agree. I didn't care for it at all. No. And then she has a brown leopard dress uh, that's skin tight with long sleeves. And this is that same as a Dean Aaliyah. And again, I didn't think it was flattering on uh, her and a matching headband. Um, I don't know. It was just too tight. Mm-hmm. It didn't look good to me on her. It was kind of, you know, it like gives that like uniboob look, which isn't flattering. <laughs> Uh-huh. and then she has the pink flower robe on at night and then the last look is this brown turtleneck with a tan skirt with a cat on it I it was the way i liked it though oh you liked it because i have cat i like i liked it it was like although i wouldn't want my cat on my on my, on my yeah like a cat, cat on your skirt I, mean, I thought it was so strange it would have been okay if the back design went with it more because it just felt so random because it was almost like this not tie-dye but i don't know it was like a multicolored, mm-hmm. flowy design like a I don't yeah know. like a watercolor watercolor there you go yeah yeah design. and then a cat just like but i get they, your point i get i, I get it yeah. <laughs> it was weird but i still very, thought it was yeah. very kitschy yeah. yeah i mean at least she did have a pop-up color with the yellow headband in this look so at least it wasn't super matchy matchy a cat on the headband <laughs> yeah or something like that uh, but it, I, I thought it was a very strange look and they they didn't have the designer on any of the sites that I normally look but I sure looks like Machino to me but uh, we don't know that as a fact mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I really yeah I thought it was a lot of misses in this episode for fashion uh, the uh, yeah I guess the um, the poofy f- feather you know look was probably the best one of the group but it was not my favorite so but i do think this episode's very funny and like i said i loved any time that nelson sees her watching the telenovela yeah that was cute <laughs> uh, so i give this this episode an eight i i like it uh what do you think colleen mm, i'm gonna go seven i do like uh-huh. this one yeah what do you think larry yeah i'm going 6.5 i'm giving it the same as the first oh. one. Oh, okay very good all right well let us know what you think of these three episodes what your scores would be uh, you can find us on twitter at frankcast 14 we'd love to hear your feedback and larry where can people find you you can find me on youtube as well as instagram and twitter all at lc screen talk and Colleen? I am on Twitter and Instagram at Lily44094. And you can find our Francast Instagram at Francast1993. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Ron Tomatoes. And also make sure you're following the Hallmarkies podcast all over social media and 
We have some great interviews and special episodes coming up that you're really going to enjoy over at Hallmarkies Podcast. So make sure to take a look over there. So thanks so much, everybody. And we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.